Hello, dear friends. Uh, welcome to the live conversation on Alatra TV. These live conversations are being conducted within the framework of the project Creative Society launched on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement. And the goal of the Creative Society project is to uh, achieve the Creative Society by peaceful means, such a society where each and every person in the world would feel comfortable, happy, uh, will have everything necessary for living, secure and stable society uh, where each person is confident in his future. And you may find more information about this project on alatreunites.com website. And today I'm hosting this interview together with Irina. Hi, Irina, how are you doing? Hello, thank you. I'm doing great. And in order to inform people of possibility to live in a creative society, we use a rule of six handshakes. We invite guests to our program. They invite their friends and thus this creative chain goes on. And in the end of the program, we will ask our guests to share the name of one person whom she would like to meet in the live broadcast. So today with us is uh, Shivani Malhotra. She is a co-founder and CEO of uh, Positive Vibe, uh, Vibes, Vibes Consulting, HR and training consulting firm. She is an award-winning seasonal HR and learning specialist with over 17 years of experience in various senior HR positions. Welcome, Shivani. Could you please tell us a little more about yourself? Thank you. Um, thank you, Irina. And uh, uh, thank you for inviting me to share my views today on Creative Society. My compliments to, the, to Alatra TV for uh, taking uh, this initiative and uh, connecting people globally, uh, you know, through this, through this common loom of a project that you're working on. Uh, about myself, um, I'm uh, an HR specialist uh, with 17 years of experience uh, in various uh, senior HR positions in uh, Indian and multinational companies in India and abroad. Um, after having worked, uh, you know, extensively in the corporate sector, I started my own uh, venture called Positive Vibes Consulting in 2016. And uh, it is a, uh, like you rightly said, it is an HR and training consulting firm based out of Gurgaon, India. Uh, very proud to share that uh, we have recently been bestowed with the honor of the Startup Excellence Award and we have been recognized as one of the most promising startups doing path-breaking work by HR Success Talks in the year 2020. So very, very proud of that. Um, more about myself, I'm a passionate trainer and uh, I've uh, you know, designed and conducted many programs on complex behaviors and leadership effectiveness uh, for many Indian and multinational companies uh, I've also done extensive work in the area of women empowerment. Uh, we have successfully incubated programs on uh, women's self-defense, uh, as well as, you know, programs on their mental and physical well-being in many organizations. Uh, we also do awareness sessions on uh, prevention of sexual harassment at workplace and uh, a lot of work around diversity and inclusion at workplace. And recently also launched a program for women leaders called uh, Breaking the Glass Ceiling, to inspire women to overcome barriers in their leadership journey. So from being a relatively unknown trainer in 2016, I've come a long way. And uh, recently I was awarded the Business World Education 40 Under 40 Award and very, very deeply grateful for that. Uh, I'm also a professional mentor to many enthusiastic professionals who are looking to carve a niche for themselves in their careers. 
during lockdown, we launched many professional certification courses at very affordable prices so that people who have unfortunately lost their jobs in this pandemic can upskill themselves and be employed again. So very uh, happy and proud to share that many of our mentees have been able to find jobs even in this uh, economic uncertainty. And uh, once again, my compliments to Alatra TV for uh, leading a global project on creating a creative society, something that I deeply believe in and appreciate and something that is definitely the need of the hour globally. Thank you so much, Shivani. Thank you for such a wonderful introduction of yours. And, you know, I was listening and I, I could see that you are a very active person and you really like the social activity. You like to communicate with people, interact with them and empower them, which is really, really wonderful. And it's important probably for everyone, you know, to be such an energizer, I would say. <laughs> and, um, could you please share with us and uh, our viewers, what is your personal inspiration? Like what drives you in what you're doing? Where do you find this energy to, you know, wake up, take a glass of water and, you know, just run through life and helping others? Um, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's a very, very valid question. And uh, it's something that I ask myself as well, that what is it that is driving me? every day to you know pull myself out of my bed and uh, take on you know each day uh, as it comes uh, well the inspiration is the uh, you know the inherent need to make an impact in the life of someone to touch someone's life and uh, if i can do that through my work uh, through my courses through my training programs um, you know through my um, hr advisory role with the organizations that i work with uh, I'll be very, very happy. That's, I consider my, you know, um, my uh, mission to be achieved if I'm able to touch the lives of people and make an impact. Uh, so like I said, you know, the feeling of uh, uh, winning an award is good, but the feeling that I get when someone, when one of my mentees calls me and tells me that they've got a job uh, is, is really very, very fulfilling. And it's even better <laughs> than getting an award myself. So yes, that's what drives me and inspires me to give my best every day, whatever I do. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing with us your inspiration. And since you work, um, have been working with HR positions for many years, could you please share with us uh, which qualities, which human qualities should be developed? So in the team, in the society, harmonious relationship would prosper. Sure. Uh, how I envision, um, you know, a society where there is harmonious relationship between people is a society where everyone is, first of all, treated with respect and dignity. Uh, I think that's something that is key to uh, having a harmonious relationship. And the foundation of creating respect and dignity comes from trust. So, uh, so, so trust is actually the foundation on which we can really build a a harmonious society. Uh, also a society where the word fear does not exist and where people are actually supporting to uplift each other and not compete with each other. Uh, those are, um, you know, to my mind, the skills that, uh, 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 that a society needs to, that's in fact my vision of a creative society, how I envision a creative society where people are not living in fear of being judged, where people are not living in fear of uh, their safety, uh, where people are not living in fear of their survival, 
there is enough room for everyone uh, to coexist. Uh, that's where, uh, that's what I would uh, say forms the basis of a, of a harmonious society. That's great. You know, you already answered the next question that I wanted to ask you. How do you see the creative society? How do you see, uh, for example, your field of activity, your area where you work? What would it look like in the creative society? What will you try to do and how will you try to help people um, in the creative society by doing what you're doing right now? And probably what would you like to take from your current profession to the creative society as well? Uh, wow, that's a very, very interesting question. And uh, uh, I think, um, so like I said, the, uh, the basis of a creative society is building trust. It is building, um, you know, an environment where there is no fear and where, uh, you know, people uh, respect each other and everyone has a right to live with dignity. So from my profession, I would say that, uh, you know, the, um, we run a lot of soft skill programs wherein, you know, uh, organizations in which teams are grappling to coexist, we help them, uh, you know, by doing certain HR interventions, by doing training programs. So um, I would like to build these skills, uh, you know, if given an opportunity in the whole society, uh, because, you know, um, these are the skills, skills like collaboration, uh, skills like uh, respecting each other, listening to each other, very, very important. Uh, empathy for, uh, for each other. Those are the skills which are, uh, you know, not measurable uh, and very, very difficult to develop. But, um, um, you know, in the profession that I am in, uh, we do, you know, we, we're already doing work for certain organizations in developing these kind of skills in their employees. So why not do it for the whole society at large if given an opportunity? Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Actually, all qualities you've mentioned, they're really important that they should flourish in a, in a society. Uh, human, people should treat each other with respect and dignity. And um, also mentioning qualities and conditions in society, on alatrainats.com was published an article with eight foundations of creative society. Uh, after conducting thousands of interviews on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement was formed these eight foundations which actually described what people want and need. And we know that you get familiar with them, that you read them and you have your personal opinion on them. And you prepared actually quotes and what resonated with you the most and we would like for you to read it out and comment what actually resonates with you and everyone can read whole article and whole eight foundations on the united.com website. Sure. Um, you know, when you sent me those uh, eight, um, you know, when you shared with me the eight fundamentals of the creative society, um, it set me thinking. Uh, in fact, it's very thought provoking to read each one of them. And, uh, you know, the way you have articulated it, um, it does trigger a thought process in the minds of, uh, you know, in the mind of any individual who would read them that, uh, uh, yes, while these are the things that we all know, but uh, how much of it are we really able to, you know, institutionalize in the way we live uh, every day in the society. So a few points, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, that resonated with me out of all those eight fundamentals um, are, uh, you know, what I'm going to speak about now. Um, so the first one is uh, every human is born with the right to be a human being. Uh, all people are born free and equal. Everyone has the right to choose. 
there can be no one and nothing on earth superior to a human his freedom and rights beautiful thought and what you are in fact talking about is independence or a freedom to choose and i am a firm believer in the word freedom whether it is freedom of thought expressions or the right to choose a career a life partner or a life for oneself but the question now is how do we create a society where this kind of freedom is possible and the answer is we all first need to you know respect each other as individuals created by the same almighty we need to respect the difference of opinions you know the different choices different motivation factors and an overall difference in personalities of each other and only once when we are able to appreciate each other's differences is when we will learn to give freedom to people to be able to make their own choices because we have learned to accept and respect them as individuals so uh, that's uh, something that really resonated with me the word freedom and hence i thought i will uh, you know uh, talk about it and comment uh, about this particular you know fundamental that you've put together uh, the second one is uh, you know again your fundamental uh, statement says that every human is guaranteed free provision of essential life necessities including food housing medical care education and full social security now again this uh, statement got me thinking you know the very fact that we have to talk about these basic needs as a fundamental to you know to have a creative society proves that we have a lot to do as far as humanity is concerned now here i'd like to mention uh, you know correlate this with maslow's hierarchy of need i'm sure you've heard about it but let me reiterate that in maslow's hierarchy the basic physiological needs such as food and clothing are the basic needs of an individual and unless these are fulfilled it is pointless to even talk about the development of a nation a hungry man would not understand and appreciate the government's foreign policy or diplomatic relations policy because simply because he you know the the society hasn't been able to fulfill his basic need for survival so most definitely it is every human being's right to have access to essentials for survival such as food housing medical facilities social security and if as a society we cannot even provide these basic amenities to our people then all the other things that we do in the name of development are of no use and for doing this what do we need to do i think for doing this we need to make our people self reliant we need to give access to good quality education to even the poorest of people so that they do not have to depend on anyone else for fulfilling their basic needs and the same holds true for societies developed societies are developed because their people have access to good education which in turn makes them self reliant individuals and when a country is full of self reliant individuals it does not need to rely on other countries for basic amenities and in fact very proud to share that in our own country uh, india our honorable prime minister talks about making india atmanirbhar which is called self reliant this is such a powerful thought and a very very positive step to create a society where people lead a life of dignity and have access to all the basic amenities for survival so wanted to talk about this as well because uh, again it resonated with me that if these basic needs are not being met then uh, you know what is the meaning of development uh, the third thing that i'd like to talk about 
and your statement says creating conditions for the development and education of a human with capital h cultivating moral values in each person and society now here i would like to emphasize on the importance of inculcation of moral values um see our education system you know in the schools that you and i have gone to uh, our education system in fact uh, lays a lot of importance on various academic subjects like math english science likewise it needs to uh, you know have our education system needs to have a formal curriculum and assessment of the moral values moral values should be an integral part of the curriculum of education in any country any society lacking in moral values no matter how financially strong they are they will collapse and the reason for that downfall will be its people because the people are deprived of any moral or social values so my view here is that moral values definitely need to be an integral part of our education system to be able to create a very value driven society and uh, one more point that i'd like to comment on uh, the statement reads that creating conditions and expanding opportunities for a human to implement his or her creative abilities and talents well it is the moral duty of a society to create new and ample employment opportunities for its people what use is the education if it is uh, you know if people don't have the uh, the opportunities to apply what they have learned and apply it to you know serve the society to serve the nation and earn a decent livelihood for themselves so despite having good education qualifications if people if there are not enough employment opportunities then you know people not only you know tend to you know become unemployed but they also you know become demotivated or they feel dejected by the way people treat them and this is also something that makes people feel desperate and in this desperation they more often than not resort to wrong things like crime violence etc so in my mind you know there is a deep linkage of all these points and a beautiful linkage here which i'd like to explain good and free access to education will ensure that there are enough quality human resources in a society having ample employment opportunities would ensure that their skills and expertise is being used productively which in turn would ensure that their energies are positively channeled towards developmental work and not destructive work which will automatically lead to lesser crime violence and hence leading to the creation of a far safer and a creative society for all so those are my views uh, uh you know those were the fundamentals that really really resonated with me and i thought i must share why they resonated with me and what we can you know contribute each of us can contribute as an individual to you know work towards these to make a creative society thank you so much shivani you know you made such an um you know like our conversation you made it so enriching sharing your thoughts and your ideas about it and you know like your understandings thank you so much for that and also you know i wanted to ask you a question what do you think uh like you started talking about the fact that 
like our mm, situation current that we have in the world is not very promising. And um, what do you think, how the implementation of these eight foundations in all spheres of human activity, like educational field, uh, medical field, I don't know, business, science, everywhere, uh, how it will help to uh, lower the rate of crime and all these inequalities and things like that? And um, like, what can, what can we do? What can each of us do already today to contribute to a better society, to create one we like, to create the creative society? Sure. Again, uh, you know, a very relevant question. Uh, see, uh, the starting point is, uh, you know, perhaps uh, projects like this, the one you are uh, leading, where, uh, you know, you have laid down eight uh, foundations and like I said, when I read those foundations, I thought, yes, I know about all this. But then when I deeply reflected into what am I doing about it or what are we as a society doing about it, I think there's a lot of work that needs to be done. So it, it set me thinking on how we can do it, uh, how we can you know, contribute to make uh, a society a better place to live in. And uh, that is what I uh, just uh, shared on each of the four fundamentals that I wanted to, you know, that resonated with me. So likewise, I think if you spread uh, more awareness about this, uh, you know, this particular um, beautiful initiative that you guys are leading, uh, I think uh, there is uh, absolutely, you know, going to be a time where everybody in this world would be at least aware uh, that, you know, um, this is something that needs some thought. And uh, we all need to think about, like it got me thinking today, I'm sure it's going to get a lot of people, you know, who... Uh, whom you reach out by the way of this this project, uh, it's going to definitely lead them to think on uh, how we can make uh, you know a, the society a better place to live in, and uh, and the and the power of collective thinking is huge, uh, and once that happens, uh, I'm sure there'll be um, you know far more improvement that we'll see probably a year down the line if that you know if that happens. So a lot of onus uh, and compliments to you all. Uh, you know, for, uh, for for talking about these things, uh, you know, and in, a, in an absolutely very platonic way, in a non-commercial way, uh, with a genuine, uh, you know, intent to uh, make this world a better place to live in. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And we actually had this question, like, how do you think it is important to talk about creative society? But you already answered it all. And as you already said, it's um, really what some, uh, what each person wants and needs, but, and it seems uh, like so simple, but when you really go deep down, are we really implementing this in a, in a society? Do we really live by these foundations already today? And if not, then each of us have a work to do. And the least what you can do is to share, to spread information, to raise this awareness in society, and each can do it. And uh, this, uh, in this regard, I wanted to ask you, how do you think uh, we can spread this information in a more effective way? How we can do it so even more people would be involved? How we can really um, unite whole humanity? Again, a great idea. Um, uh, I, I think a great question. One of the ideas that... Uh, you know, is coming to my mind is that uh, probably, um, you know, like you've started it off as an initiative um, on social media, on LinkedIn, and you're reaching out to people. So, um, and you're reaching out to people from different geographies. And by now you have a, a fair amount of database, uh, you know, of the 
uh, of the people you know who are already associated with you from different geographies so why not have a champion for each geography so let's say if you are talking about australia so you have a set of you have a team there which is a champion team which is you know then uh, spreading this message and taking this initiative you know locally in in australia and uh, doing the kind of work that you are doing locally there uh, in the form of of course right now physically meeting up is not possible but uh, even you know virtually uh uh you know there can be virtual meetups so likewise if you have a champions team for each geography uh i think your your uh, message can be uh you know uh <laughs> communicated through light speed uh, the speed of light uh because that is the power of um, you know um uh, that is the power of people uh talking to each other so and that would also give you an advantage because um there are some geographies not not all geographies not all countries are purely english speaking so there are language barriers so having champions from those countries uh, you know represent alatra tv and uh, carry this message to their own people would be far more effective because they can converse to the people in the local language and that sort of builds a better connect than somebody talking in a language that is unknown to most of the people of that country so um that would be my suggestion to explore um you know having country champions in each country and uh, doing exactly the same kind of work that you are doing online physically if possible whenever we reopen whenever the world gets healed uh but till then definitely doing virtual uh, uh, virtual meetups that would be my suggestion thank you so much you know really really nice advice nice suggestion and i would like to mention that um basically any person in the world can become such a champion <laughs> can become such a representative and already start uh communicating with your local neighborhood with people that you know people that you don't know maybe you know you meet a stranger on the street start a small talk and then you end up talking about the creative society and exchanging ideas so it's very very easy to do so guys don't hesitate to actually start spreading the awareness <laughs> and also i would like to ask you probably the last question for today but could you please tell us shivani what do you think unites all people in the world regardless of their nationalities religion political status social status um i don't know the place where they live what do we all have in common internally wow now that's a difficult one <laughs> let me try and attempt uh, answering this one um i think love that's that exists in every geography that exists in every country that exists as a human we have a hormone inside us called oxytocin and that hormone is the love hormone wherein uh, you know as a human being i would uh, respond very positively when i'm shown affection it's a need of the body so when i'm shown affection uh, i would uh, definitely warm up to the person i would definitely be open uh, to building a relationship a professional relationship a personal relationship with the person so i think uh, it's love that bonds everybody in this world and if people feel loved if people feel respected and love comes from respect and trust so if people feel loved they feel respected there is a certain level of trust i think uh, it's something that is you know common across any country in this world so i don't know if that's the right answer or not but that's what i feel <laughs> 
Thank you so much. There is no wrong answers. And I also think that love unites us all. Thank you so much for everything you said today. It was really a warm and nice conversation. It's so such a pleasure to hear from you and it really resonates inside. And currently by conducting these interviews, we implement the first stage of Creative Society's information stage. The more people will find out about it, the more, the faster it, it will be implemented. And we would like to ask you whom you would like to invite to such kind of an interview to pass this chain further. Uh, I would like to invite, um, uh, a, a, you know, a, a, a very uh, close friend uh, and, uh, uh, you know, a very uh, close professional colleague as well. Uh, her name is Vasavdatta Sarkar. And why I would like to involve, uh, in, uh, include her is because her thought process also would resonate a lot with the fundamentals that you are trying to uh, build and inculcate in the creative society. So I would like to invite her for a similar interview. That's Great. wonderful. Thank you so much. And maybe you would like to be a co-host for the interview as well. <laughs> I would not mind that, for sure. That's great. And thank you very much, Vanya, for joining us today. We had such a wonderful conversation. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like, we just started the conversation and we already talked about everything. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's really great. And um, also, I would like to address to our viewers. And I would like to say that, um, just like I was saying previously, that any person can become such a champion in his country and start uh, spreading awareness about the Creative Society project. Uh, you guys can join the Creative Society project simply by going to alatrinites.com website. And uh, right now you will see the video on the screen, how you can join the project. So you type in alatrinites.com uh, in your browser open the website and press the red button, join us. Once you press it, you will be able to fill out a short form where you can choose how you would like to participate and how you support the project. And after that, the volunteers of Alatra International Public Movement will reach you out and uh, we'll talk to you about how you can join, what you can do, what ideas you have and discuss everything. So one more time, Thank you very much, Shivani, for joining um, us today, for sharing your ideas, for sharing your practical experience, actually, as well. And um, thank you, Irina, for co-hosting this, uh, you know, brilliant interview with me today. And thank you to our technical support team for giving us such a possibility <laughs> to be live today. Thank you. Thank you, Irina. And thank you, Katrina. You've been great hosts. And I truly enjoyed my conversation with you. It didn't uh, seem like an interview. It looked more like a conversation that we all three of us are having. So I really enjoyed today's conversation. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks to Alatra TV and the technical team behind putting this entire initiative together. Very, very grateful. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you.